This is the Thursday, February 24th edition of the Daily Wager podcast. We've got you covered with a variety of action for tonight, so settle in and we'll set you up in 10 minutes or less with everything you need to know heading into the betting day. Welcome to the Daily Wager podcast presented by DraftKings, America's top-rated daily fantasy app. Tyler Folgerman, Aaron Dolan with you this morning slash afternoon. Appreciate you joining us. It is a Thursday and uh, the week is almost complete, but never too late to start winning some money in the gambling space. ED, how you doing for you? I guess this afternoon, it's still the morning for me here in Las Vegas. I'm good. NBA is back. So today it's a good day. Indeed, the association is back, and that is what makes, I know, you and I happy. So let's start there on the uh, NBA hardwood. Pretty good slate of games today. Um, some big-time big teams are back in action, some MVP candidates, all that good stuff. Uh, I'll start with you, Aaron. Lead us off. What games, props, sides, totals entice you for Thursday night's return to the NBA hardwood? Yes, I'm excited to see how some of these teams are going to play after the break. But the first game I'm looking at is the Hawks versus the Bulls. I think the Bulls will be able to cover in this one. Now, the Bulls won 131 to 117 on December 29th. So they kind of blew them out of the water, but the Bulls were a seven and a half point favorite in that one. Much different story this time with the Bulls being just a three point favorite. But John Collins did not play in that last game. And he's expected to be out again for this game. Now, in that original game, both teams shot lights out with Chicago going 52 for 84 from field goal range. That's 62%. That's insane. I don't, I'm not sure they can recreate that, but I do think that John Collins not playing could be an issue. And on top of that, you have DeMar DeRozan. He's the first player in NBA history to score 35 or more points and shot 50% or better in seven straight games. I mean, he's been absolutely unbelievable. Zach Levine is expected to play in this game after missing the three games before the break. He also played in the all-star game. And on top of that, the bulls are eight and two ATS in the last 10 games at home. So I do think the bulls will be able to cover in this situation. Yeah. I am uh, someone who's been riding the DeMar DeRozan hot street. Yes, you have. Um, he has his, I looked at it last night. I haven't yet checked this morning. It might end up being my best bet on today's daily wager, but his uh, points plus assists plus rebounds was set at 39 and a half, which is a threshold he has cleared Aaron in 14 of his last 15 games. It's just been <laughs> unbeatable uh, for what he's done in terms of, and most of that of course has come from the scoring, but a guy, he's also a guy I'll give you five or six rebounds and assists each and every night. So in a game that's expected to be uh, fast paced and has a high total, um, they're still missing Lonzo Ball and Alice Caruso, so a lot of that usage mm -hmm. is being soaked up by DeMar. I'm just going to keep riding that heater, um, and I'll just keep going back to it until the rotation changes when Lonzo and Caruso return to the lineup. Um, there is another game that I like that should be fun to watch with Minnesota hosting the Memphis Grizzlies. We know the Grizz uh, have the best ATS record in the NBA, 40-19-1. I think they're 40 one and uh, 20 or 41 and 18, 19 overall, I should say. They've just been uh, awesome this year. But we got a massive total in this game. 239 is the total in this game. I think Memphis is favored by two and a half. I'm interested in the Memphis side because, again, they're the best ATS team. And the bulk of that winning percentage um, covering the number has come on the road. They're the best road ATS team in the league by far. I think they're like 22 and seven ATS on the road. So I'm interested in that, but my uh, larger conviction play is the under. Now, both these teams okay. are fast. Don't get it twisted. Mm -hmm. They play fast and they're athletes and they're great scores. But mm, we were just talking on bet 
yesterday, Aaron, about some trends that we will keep an eye on in the uh, second half of the NBA season. And I said, one trend I'm going to keep riding in the second half that I noticed from the first half is playing the under when the T-Wolves are at home and playing the over when the T-Wolves are on the road. The T-Wolves are like 24 and seven to the over on the road. But when they're in their home gym, they are 16 and 12 to the under. This is a team that plays fast no matter where they play. They just play way better defense at home, which makes sense. So if you want to see Minnesota shootouts, bet on that happening when they're on the road. I'm going to bet on an under here because 239 is high. It's not like these teams can't get, give you 240 points. Mm-hmm. Don't get it twisted. But one bad quarter, one like five or six minute cold spell from one team or both teams and a, a total that high, even in a modern NBA game, is uh, hard to get. So uh, Memphis has a good defense, a top 10 defensive rating. Minnesota plays better defense at home. So I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to bet on the under 239 in this Memphis Minnesota matchup. And again, if I had to dabble on a side, it would be the uh, Memphis Grizzlies. So that's kind of my favorite NBA game. Mm-hmm. Is there any more on the Thursday night slate that entice you? Yeah, of course. I'm not surprised you both picked this Grizzlies game. I feel like we constantly talk about the Grizzlies throughout <laughs> the entire first half of the season. And uh, rightfully so. I mean, they're within striking distance, of the top two seed and the Grizzlies, like you mentioned, great against the spread. They're 14, three ATS in their last 17 games as a favorite. I do like them in this spot. They actually opened as an underdog in this spot, which is kind of crazy to think about. And maybe they were looking at the fact that Minnesota blew Memphis out of the water, 138 to 95. That was back on November 20th, but that was, that was a one-off game. That was an anomaly. We, we've seen this Grizzlies team. They're a totally different team from that perspective. And the Grizzlies are a top 10 you know, rated team on both sides of the ball. They can beat teams in many different ways. And I just think that tonight they'll get it done with the one and a half points. And then in terms of the total, so Memphis and Minnesota are both the NBA's two highest scoring teams over the past 10 games. They're averaging a combined 244 points. Minnesota's league's fastest paced team. Memphis clocks in just behind that fifth. But I do agree with Tyler that this could potentially be an under game. This is a really high total for teams that have not played in what has it been a week almost so I do think that maybe they come out and they're a little bit slower than expected you know they're not really in that rhythm and that might be a really interesting um, thing to keep an eye on just teams coming out of the all-star break having that vacation and just not being in the right mindset of course they're getting ready to make the push for the playoffs all these teams but at the same time I mean you know what it's like when I mean tell you're coming off vacation um so you definitely know (laughs) what it's like trying to get back (laughs) into the groove of things but those are the two games that I was looking at the Hawks Bulls Grizzlies, Timberwolves, because the Suns, I'm a little concerned there. CP3, as we know, is not going to be in that game. And OKC still trying to see who's going to be playing tonight. The Celtics, they're moving out like crazy. Minus nine right now over the Nets. That line's been moving like crazy. And Doug said earlier in the week that he was taking the Celtics before this line was going to move. Um, And that seems to have worked in his favor. So those are the two games that I'm on for tonight in terms of the association. Yeah, I'm glad you mentioned that Boston-Brooklyn game as well. Uh, I looked at it last night and uh, got Boston at – uh, seven lane seven, but I think okay. uh, Doug makes a great point. But I mean, we have to recognize how phenomenal Boston has been for the last two months so in the good. NBA season. Their defense has been like light years better than the second best defense in the NBA, whether it's the mm-hmm. Phoenix Suns, whether it's the Golden State Warriors, like the, the Celtics defensively, and people haven't noticed, have been operating at a different level. Their net rating over their last 16 games is 16.6 points better than their opposition. They're scoring 16.6 points more per 100 possession 
than they're uh, giving up to their opposition. The next closest team is the Suns over that 15-game stretch, and they're at 8.7. They have literally been twice as good at basketball than the best team in the NBA this year, the Phoenix Suns. So the futures market, I don't think, um, is yet reflective of how legitimate this Boston Celtics team is. I will just throw that out there. But I, I, I agree with uh, you and Doug that uh, I, I'm jumping on Boston early in this game because the the Nets are shorthanded. No Dragic, no Durant, no Kyrie, no mm-hmm. Ben Simmons, no Joe Harris. They're still just wildly shorthanded for this game, despite all the roster moves they've made that may be exciting. Um, if you don't like uh, laying that number that keeps inflating, maybe attack that Brooklyn Nets team total going under. Because, again, Boston is playing defense like the bad boy Pistons uh, did in the 80s. They're just absolutely shutting teams down. So uh, that'll do it for our NBA uh, coverage. Uh, I don't have much in the uh, college ranks tonight. I'm I'm out on college tonight. Yeah. Hear me I'm, out there. I am out on it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm oh, slightly interested in Gonzaga, San Francisco. Gonzaga, of course, the number one team in the country. They're traveling to San Francisco for tonight's game. Uh, and the total's 156, I believe. Uh, but San Francisco got a good defense, and they'll get the benefit of the calls being able to play aggressive defense at home against Gonzaga. I know we think of Gonzaga as a great offensive team, which they are, but um, I think with that game being in San Fran's home gym, it could be uh, a little bit under the total. But that's that's kind of a uh, just I'll mention that if any of you are San Francisco fans to um, confirm your bias there. But Aaron, I do know you want to hop on the ice because my friend. Yeah, usually I'm not doing that, but I mean, it, we are hot. Well, feed the people here. You were a winner again last night against my dog of the day. So congratulations. I know you've got a system kind of a pet pet bet that you've been going to in the NHL. It's been working. Yes. So 60 minutes betting. It is under goals tab on Caesar Sportsbook. So this is what the last three days look like. Canucks and over three and a half goals that cash. Blues over four and a half goals that cash. Tampa Lightning over four and a half goals that cashed. All those three teams, sorry, were money line bets. And then, of course, the goal is over. So today, what I'm going to do is take the Minnesota Wild money line and over three and a half goals. It has to be done in 60 minutes, regulation time. But the Wild did beat Toronto already this season on December 4th. It went to a shootout, uh, 4-3 win there. But both these teams are struggling, so we might see an upset for the Wild. And then on top of that, you're seeing the goals right now sit at six and a half. Both teams can put up some points, and I like that I can get it at uh, four and a half or excuse me, three and a half in that market. So that's what I'm going to look at the wild and over three and a half goals for tonight. You could also bet it with four and a half goals. I think that will also probably cash for you. I will be listening because Aaron has been nailing these uh, regulation money line winners plus a, a total going over. So pay attention people because it has been hot for ed uh that'll do it uh for this thursday edition of the daily wager podcast a little bit more than 10 minutes of the bets you need as promised please do us a favor and don't forget to rate review and follow if you're enjoying the show we would greatly greatly appreciate that and we will uh, see you later today on daily wager espn2 however you must note that it's starting a little early 4 30 p.m eastern for those of you in Aaron's hometown of Philly on the East Coast, 1.30 p.m. Pacific is the live show on ESPN2 of Daily Wager for those of you out here on the West Coast like me in Las Vegas. So an earlier show time on Thursday for Daily Wager. Keep that in mind if you'd like to watch us and see us. Uh, and we'll have a lot of the uh, same information and more coming up on today's show. So just a little programming note there. Appreciate you listening to Daily Wager podcast, and we will talk to you guys tomorrow. <laughs>